0: Hello there, everybody. Welcome back. We are here at episode number four, four check, back backcheck, and paycheck. Plenty of interesting topics on deck here for you tonight in the world of hockey. The Metropolitan Division is looking like an absolute juggernaut being led by most of our teams. I say most. Sorry, Brandon. <clears throat> this year's upcoming QB class is one of the more intriguing ones, as is this new CBA, so we'll need to talk about that mess. After brushing on the XFL again, we'll need to bust out the butter knives to cut the tension after Joe and Brandon go on some rants tonight. We're going to keep the train rolling with five picks tonight to help
1: you win some more money. Let's get to it, hippies. Duh. So like if we get like a nice shotgun mic. So you guys talk. I'm just curious. Just talk. Say something. You just want us to talk right now? Just say something. You
0: just want me to say something.
1: Say something like in this general direction.
0: I hate, I hate the penguins. The- Welcome. This is on Sports Amateur Hour, recorded on Anchor. Here we go, folks. Joey Jeans is going to get us started tonight. Um, Joe, there's a there's an interesting team at the top of the standings right now, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Hey, it's y- it's your boy Joe. Uh, Joey Jeans now. Oh God. Man of many nicknames. Um, yeah. So if you if you Google, if you go to Google.com and you type in... HTTPS. Yes, (mumbles) HTTPS... (inaudible) Colon (inaudible) slash (inaudible) Colon (inaudible) slash (inaudible) slash, (inaudible) www.google.com, and you Google Metropolitan Standings. There's a little team sitting at the top up there. Yeah. And that that team is the Penguins. A little Midwestern team. Now, before you get ahead of yourself... All right. ...tied for first. Okay. As of right now. But, again, like my whole Doc Hodges rant from the last episode... Mm Take things into consideration. Well, not. Look at all the injuries that have plagued this team. I'm not even going to go on just a team or a Crosby or Malkin or Latang, and just – I'm not going to go about these players. Mike Sullivan. You can't tell me that Mike Sullivan is not an incredible NHL coach. Um, Dude is I mean, yeah. scrappy what, as all hell. Was anybody saying that? No. Oh. I'm just letting you know that you can't tell me that. <laughs> well – how about wait? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something to you right Don't now. Don't touch my inner thigh. That
0: was your other thigh. Mike Sullivan is not a good coach. Why not a good coach?
1: You just said we can't uh, tell you that, but okay. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> well, Came out of our mouths. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are you guys are bullshit. <laughs> no, but the the Penguins. You know they got they got they got whooped a little bit last game four nothing. That's a That's a nothing against oh, yeah. Maple Leaves. Uh, that's Turner. around token. Canada. Toronto. So, they are, and this is not just me saying this, mm-hmm. they look better than they did, right now, they look better than they did whenever they won the last cup, mm-hmm. just offensively with speed, and when we get Gensel back, I'm going to say this, and it sounds so sexy to me. Oh, God. Zucker, Crosby, Gensel, one line. That's all I got to say. Until Zucker fizzles out. And don't say freaks it. Freaks out. Don't say it. Zuckerberg. When's is,
0: when is Gensel supposed to get back? Playoffs.
2: Okay. That's not enough time to develop chemistry. I don't.
0: No,
1: he doesn't oh. need to. He's Gensylvania. Oh. <laughs> oh It's God. my Midwestern That's... folklore for you. So as the standings
2: look, yep. if we were to enter the playoffs right now, you would have what? uh washington philadelphia in the first round
0: that'd be fun um Ugh, that would be fun the, the islanders oh, man. playing either pittsburgh oh, or man. boston could you imagine could you imagine
1: for the three of us if we had flyers <laughs> uh caps and then islanders penguins that oh that would crazy. be great because oh there'd be there'd be goodness. like a game where we'd all be in like we'd all be united and we'd all be like hyped as hell. And then there'd be like the Islanders Pens game where I feel like you guys are both gang up on me because you just fucking hate the Penguins. Uh, it's Patriots. Well, but here's <sighs> the thing,
2: dude. The Islanders have had the Pens number this year.
1: Am I? Yes. Year. No, they have. They have. So like, it'll be a tough series. It'll be. But... I mean, every time we play the Islanders, it's, it's <clears throat> tough. And in the playoffs, it's even. It's, it's just. What it comes down to is, and this is how I feel more this way about hockey than I do any other sport. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's always really shitty when your team loses games in the playoffs and it's shitty if your team loses the playoffs, but hockey is the only game that after the playoffs kind of end, I consistently like the playoffs for my team. I consistently watch every other game because yeah. Yeah. Playoff hockey too. is the best thing ever. It's So, so even if watch, the penguins like, like last year, the, when the penguins are out of it. I still fucking watch.
2: Yeah. Like, I, uh, I will admit I stopped watching after the Islanders got swept
0: that's a di- that's different
2: though. That hurt that that hurt real bad. See, like for, for me, like
0: for me, the last <clears> few <throat> years, it's like I either don't need to worry about the Flyers not being in, or they're the second wild card playing the Caps first round after they win the President's Trophy, and they
2: just get mopped up. But here is the thing: we talked about this last episode. The Flyers, other than Tampa Bay, are probably the hottest team in hockey right now. Yeah,
0: they're they're looking,
1: they're looking real good. They look very good.
0: Um, Question is, can they keep it up? Yeah. It's going to be interesting because all those great teams that Elaine Vigneault had in New York, they never capitalized in the playoffs. So I'm interested to see if these Flyer teams can actually make some noise in the playoffs with Elaine Vigneault as the coach. I love Claude Giroux's experience. Dude, how about the that playoffs. assist on his knees? Unreal. 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 Kevin um, Hayes last night. Just letting his nuts hang, throwing, (laughs) throwing the championship belt on, airing it out, dude. Just airing it out. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why slinging wristers. All Philadelphia teams. It doesn't matter which sport it is. Professionally, they all play their best when they're just like playing tough, Mm -hmm. stunting on people, just like playing with a certain swagger. Like that's just the kind of style that they need to play. So if the Flyers keep playing like that, and here's the thing too going along with being hot, getting hot at the right time. Oh this is always when you want to be playing your best hockey. Mm-hmm. So even though they've had a couple rough stretches throughout the season, we'll see how those next two games right go. exactly. They're on the come up right now. Which we'll is see a good time. how yeah. We'll see how it goes. Well mm-hmm.
2: with a game in hand, the Islanders are the first wild card spot, beat Detroit tonight after um retiring John Tonelli's Number 27 jersey. There you go. Huge deal. Um, they are not playing their best hockey right now, but they are plagued with injuries. So you no longer have the best line in in hockey. Um, that being Matt Martin, Cal Clutterbuck, and Casey Zizekas. Best fourth line in hockey. I don't know if anybody can deny that. I'll give you that. Um, the Islanders' identity line. Yeah. So you talked about the Flyers <clears throat> um, finding their identity, finding their swagger. I think – If those two can come back, uh, the third line gets figured out, the Islanders can find their swagger again. I think Andy Green was a tremendous trade for um, Lou Lamarill to make, for sure get a goal scorer, trade deadlines one day, do something, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) Trade for Robin Leonard again, whatever, just make everybody happy. But I think um, this isn't the last that we'll see of the Islanders. I don't think they're going to end up in the first wild card spot. Um but I, I They'll don't... will probably climb a little bit. I don't think... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, Philadelphia or the Islanders are going to be in the first wildcard spot. Um, it's going to be tough to catch Washington. Eh, I don't know. It, it might not be. Um, but... Yeah, we'll see. I think the they're really not thing, that many points back right now. They're not. No. Um the Islanders are a point behind Philly. Philly's there's five. There's still like against, twenty games left. Too. There's so there's a games. lot of hockey left to be played. If the Islanders play like they did tonight, um Jordan Numberly putting up his first Hattie in an Islanders jersey it is tremendous stuff, really great defense. Um, I think good things are to come, but they they I, I want to know what the number was over this road trip. Four games, they put up two goals. Countless number of of goalpost hits. At one point or another, the luck has to to switch over. And I think um, the famous quote from one of my articles is: "Sometimes in hockey, you need some luck, and this team couldn't muster a marshmallow from a lucky turnip box." <laughs> so, you know, that's just kind of the
0: streak that they've been on. Yeah, you are the Charles Dickens of this podcast. Hell yeah, brother! You are a Dickens. <sighs> So,
2: yeah, I mean, hockey is – is, and that's not even us touching on the other conferences because, like, at the end of the day, there there it is no other conference like the Metropolitan. No. The the Atlantic right now, you have Boston, Tampa Bay, Toronto, top three spots. Then you look at the wild card. Mm-hmm. Islanders, Columbus, Carolina, all Metropolitan teams.
0: Then Somebody have, from the Metropolitan has got to be winning the cup this year. Uh, I think over Don't the past it. like,
2: I'm
0: not, I think I mean, they that's what no, I'm not the saying. Most a
2: specific team, yeah, in like the recent decade, really has been um, a team for the metro. So you know, it, so much depth. And then in in the West, you have a really hot Dallas team that I think people are sleeping on. St. Louis has their swagger from last year. Yeah, Vegas made some tremendous trades. Edmonton is playing out fucking Rageous without um that's kind of shocking which is weird and Vancouver I think is the fucking sleeper team Mm. that not enough people are looking at you got Hughes they just got uh, Tyler Toffoli this team can fuck you up real quick yeah in their wild card you got Winnipeg which is just a big team that like you're gonna try to force them out of their game plan but it's not gonna work and then you have the Calgary Flames that are just playing out of their fucking minds Mm -hmm. so you know, the West is interesting, too. You you have Arizona in the hunt. You got Nashville. Um, but, you know, fuck them.
1: Detroit's so, already eliminated. Detroit's the already yeah. eliminated. Wow, that's... <sighs> fucking party. That's not... That's literally not surprising anybody.
2: 10-18-2. But when you... When you, <laughs> you know, that's just their home record. When you look oh, up... Um, when you look at, like, the, the Metropolitan Conference compared to any other conference, mm-hmm. other than this last road trip with the Islanders... I would put my money on any metropolitan team beating any team in hockey right now. Yeah, and that's a crazy thought. Yeah, uh, to mm-hmm. think about one
0: conference. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's like, um, how can we liken it? I'm trying to think of an NFL. It's like uh, the it's NFC. NFC West or the yeah. AFC West yeah. of the of hockey. You NFC know <laughs> West. Well, I guess not uh, this year. The Chargers were yeah, all the Chargers. <laughs> uh-huh. NFC West. Yeah, and NFC West. Seahawks. Yeah. 49ers. So. Arizona yeah, was in there
1: for a little while. Yeah. 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 Rams. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Rams. Disgusting. Jared Goff's a topic for another day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to probably move on here. Um Any other final thoughts from anybody? Anything? No, no, I don't think so. (laughs) Sorry, I uh, froze
0: up there. It's all right, bud. Sorry, just so you guys know, we all did a staring contest and I won, just so everybody knows. Yeah. They tried challenging.
2: When we get back, we're talking football.
0: All right, now that we're all cleaned up and done stroking the Metropolitan Division, uh, we're just going to talk some football here. We're just going to cover a lot of things right now. Starting off with uh, this upcoming draft class, <gasps> definitely an interesting one. Uh, me personally, I think it has a lot of potential. It also could be a lot a bust. I think this is a draft class with a lot of very high ceilings, but also a very a good variety of low floors too. Absolutely. Um, well, just fun. because just because when you look at Joe Burrow, yes. Sixty touchdowns, over five thousand yards, one yeah. a natty, one season though. But that's and the thing. it's, it's like, college football. It's college football. He did like fantastic season. He looks good. He played himself into that number mm-hmm. one draft pick, essentially. But
1: it was only one season. I'm gonna pull something up from way back, mm-hmm. and this this happens all the time. You got you got someone who's good way in college
2: back in the running back, Jeff.
1: I'm really happy. Uh, I just pulled an eyelash that was like going into my eye out. Yeah, really nice. happy about that. Yeah, yeah, really happy about it. Yeah. But anyways, so if I say the name Matt Leinart, oh, mm, anyone oh. remember back from the way oh, way way back man. draft class? Oh, wow. I fucking maybe okay. like two thousand. Look him up. Two thousand eight, maybe. He was like, I remember listening Dude, to. Dude, are you young to young talk radio? Looking stuff up. Huh? Joe Rogan? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. You you, you lost me. <laughs> do I don't man? listen to Joe Rogan. Continue. No, but Matt liner you got you always got these quarterbacks. And I, I, he wasn't exactly Joe Burrow level. Didn't Matt liner play? He did. He more than one. I think year, he played well, for the Cardinals. He did. Yeah, he did. No, you know, God, no, I'm, I'm talking, God talking God, about was. his
0: college career. He had more than one good season, I'm pretty
1: sure. I think he did, yeah. He was good. And they were like, oh, my God, this dude is so good. And they do it every year. And it's, you know, it's the same. everyone says it. Like, oh, they're just college. Mm-hmm. But it's something that, I don't know. I'm not saying that Joe Burrow is not going to be good. Mm. I'm just saying that I'm tired of hearing about him. And well, yeah, that's that's. I think he, everyone happen. should just shut the hell up and see him play. Yeah,
2: I mean, we have. That's the thing. He played in a pro style offense um,
1: against college defenses. Right,
2: and that's the caveat. Um,
1: the other thing about Joe
0: Burrow, too, when you look at, especially when you look at some of the other quarterbacks in this class, not you i wouldn't say supreme arm talent right now like no. he's got good mechanics he's decently athletic but he's not he's not going to go out there and completely sling it right now something Boy. that can definitely be developed but when you look at some other guys in this class like when you look at Justin Herbert or even Jordan Love some mm. of these bigger guys dude i think get... the sleeper pick is Jake Fromm from Georgia yeah Jake Fromm that's a that's a good one dude balls yeah Good experience at Georgia too all you hear about is Joe Burrow though, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing like is
2: is that gonna get to his head? I think it does I think yeah,
1: especially yeah. QBs
2: does he have the talent around him the line mm-hmm. the receivers in Cincinnati if that's where he goes we're all just <laughs> making that assumption if he yes. goes to Cincinnati no he has no line you know what I mean so like what can he
0: do the run? the for his life. the one really the one really interesting one it to me too is Tua because of that injury that injury he had is definitely that's going to be tough for him to come back from going to be tough for him to sort of fully i don't know what did he, he cracked his hip didn't he yeah yeah it was like, like that was the same injury that,
2: that ended bo jackson's career if i
0: remember I think, this correctly yeah.
2: But they caught it early enough, and he went into surgery all early enough that he can continue to play.
0: Okay. That's but
2: cool. at the same time, you have to think, like, is he going to play scared? Now, I'm not calling to a bitch. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is he going to be afraid of that next hit? Well, yeah. That's going to – yeah. It's going to factor is in. Is it, it going to have – it may have more of a, a, a mental, mental – Yeah. A physical. Yeah. And, exactly. like, he might be the toughest son of a bitch – Ever, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he is. But if you can't get past that mental, it's game over. Man. I,
1: I, I, actually heard this quote the other day that I kind of applies to this. I kind of really liked it. Um, everyone experiences fear, but like bravery is being able to think through the fear.
2: Mm-hmm. So is he going
1: to because he's going to be bravery? Yeah. Like, is he going to be? Is he going to be with it? Have the wherewithal enough to not freak the hell out? Because I mean, me personally. I probably would freak the hell out. I mean, also I'm five foot nothing. True.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're short time. I guess.
1: Well, that's but yeah. that's one of the things with Tua too. I mean. American.
0: Tua is only was there. He's only six one. Same height. Tall. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I could be a professional quarterback. Brandon's yeah. the tallest one here. He could fuck
1: both of us up. Well, depending on what it is, sport. I was Whatever. talking pure on fisticuffs, dude. Fisticuffs, fisticuff, dude. Yeah, straight, straight up fisticuffs. Yeah, probably. He's from Long Island. Yeah, psychos.
0: Yep, <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. So you have to say in a good yep. way. Uh, so
2: yeah, uh, I think Tua going to the Fins just get us back on topic. It looks good. I don't know though it because it looks here's good the on paper, paper, but why not go with Josh Rosen? I I know that Josh Rosen hasn't like look the best in like what the four games that
0: he's played, but like, fuck man, give that guy a shot.
1: No. That's I don't think Josh that.
0: Rosen's gonna do anything. I don't you, either. You think he's out. He just he doesn't I don't think he's got the right
2: mind for it, the right mindset. Mm, so you think when he was like, watch out everyone, I'm mad that I got drafted, whatever. Yeah. Showed mm-hmm. a lot Okay. Yeah. Because remember, didn't Lamar Jackson do the same thing? Did he? He's been with the Ravens his whole But but what I mean is During the draft, Uh he kept falling
0: and falling to like later in the round. He did, Mm -hmm. and didn't he say some? some But Josh Rosen fell to number seven. It's not like he fell to number thirty-two, like Lamar Jackson. Was it seven? I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was that
1: far back. Okay, well then, Lamar Jackson. Like, I mean, back to the the whole getting kind of cocky thing. I think it affects quarterbacks a lot. Especially when they're you all they hear on the on the on sports talk is how great they're gonna be. I don't think Lamar Jackson's cocky. I don't think he is either. I don't think I, he's, he's cocky. I'm just I'm just talking in general. By the way, Josh Rosen picks. got drafted tenth.
0: Okay. okay. So that's the thing. He slid, he was supposed to be like top what two or three, whatever. Okay. What did Lamar Jackson a top go? ten pick? He went thirty two.
2: Thirty two. Okay. So but here here's what I was trying to say, I guess, is um It's all a mindset, right? Like if you allow – because even if Lamar Jackson did have that same mindset where he was like, oh, I I fell in the draft, yada, 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 he still fell into the perfect situation with an offensive coordinator and a head coach that were like, yeah, we got to revamp this son of a bitch for this guy, right? And like I don't know if Josh Rosen has had that same luxury. But – Cincinnati isn't known for having the same luxury either. So if Burrow goes into a situation mm-hmm. where they're not they're saying, Hey, you need to fit our mold, we're not gonna make a new mold for you, mm-hmm. that's tough, man. Yeah.
1: I the thing that I kind of see happening is cause Cincinnati's offensive line is trash. Yeah.
2: Do they have an offensive line?
1: Yeah. No, exactly. Like yeah. look at look at Mixer. They
0: have some traffic counts. <laughs> like dude. Do, 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 Right. Couldn't even
1: couldn't even break away. Couldn't get out. The thing about anything. Cincinnati, the thing about Cincinnati. If they do, they get put chili on their
2: spaghetti. It's weird.
1: I have a hot take. I think if Dalton was on a different team, he'd be a decent quarterback. He is a decent. I mean, he that's a problem. No, he'd be a he'd be like a, a he would shine basically. Like yeah. he'd kind of stand out. Right he now, could. he's like he's the Bengals quarterback who kind of just get sacked. I also think, and I think that's going to happen to Burrow. And again, he played against college defenses. Now he's playing against pro defenses with the worst pro offensive line, Mm -hmm. which is probably rivaled by some college offensive lines. Honestly, I think a lot of teams are going to be mad that they
0: passed on Jalen hurts in this draft. If you want to talk about mindsets and if you want to talk about somebody who sort of like plays the right way and does things the right way, Jalen Hurts sacrificed his own spot at Alabama. Tua came in. I mean, granted, there's a lot of things that happened, but Jalen Hurts sat, came in. They won a natty. He had no type of feelings about it. He did end up transferring, but, I mean, he has all the right in the world to transfer and go to Alabama and play. You know what I mean? He completed 70% of his passes last year. Did he really? Yeah, he completed 70% of his passes last year. Now – the old, old, old sort of Oklahoma thing, not being able to get past the first round of the playoff, held true sure again this year, so obviously there's question marks there. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Hurts has had two of probably the best college football coaches you could play for, Nick Saban and Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Riley. Mm-hmm. Two guys who, one, used to coach in the NFL, one failed, one failed, obviously. Um, and then a lot of people are talking about Lincoln Riley making the next step. So I think Jalen Hurts is – Definitely, definitely going to be somebody that you're like, man, why do we pass up on him?
1: Yeah. I agree with that.
2: um, I mean, we'll see. Uh, We have the Combine coming up. Mm -hmm. That's going to be exciting. Do
0: you guys watch the the Combine? Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Depends. I don't. Um, so, <laughs> I like watching the linemen run the forty. I typically watch
1: like the highlights on Twitter. I'm a big Twitter yeah, highlight guy. Sure. Twitter highlights are good. Um, speaking, bite size.
2: speaking of Twitter highlights, yeah, you boys see anything about the new CBA?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah this. Uh, what are your thoughts, Victor? Me, personally, I think this CBA is a mess. And that's not – I mean, I don't work for the NFL. I don't know how tough it is to create one of these or – everything that goes into it. But when you just look at some of the sort of basic significant changes that are going to go through with the CBA, a 17 game regular season Mm -hmm. doesn't make any fucking sense. Cause then you're going to have a different number of home games and road games. You're going to need to determine that every year who gets nine home games, who gets eight home games. That's just going to be a shit show to figure out every year. Probably even if you randomize it, Mm -hmm. Um, taking What I will say, taking away a preseason game, I'm into that. I, oh, think, absolutely. Four, I think four preseason No one games watches twice. preseason. Two to three preseason games is enough. So Just take out the three, Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. Every year I tell myself, oh,
2: Buffalo Bills football is back. Mm-hmm. I got to start with preseason. Never do. I fucking fall asleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't even play preseason games on Madden. Exactly. Simulate that shit. Exactly. Fuck yeah.
0: And then the other thing about this CBA too is – now, here's where I'm really sort of on the fence is the playoff format. Mm-hmm. So the new playoff format would be seven teams instead of six. And then also, instead of having two teams with a first round buy, you only have one team with a first round by, which is interesting. I do like that concept. I do think if you're only going to have six teams, two buys is a bit is a lot to sure. have a little bit more competition. Sure. And then. Also, too, sort of in favor of that rule, I also think having seven playoff teams, maybe even eight, would make things more competitive the rest of the year. Yeah. Because if you know half the conference is going to make the playoffs, even some of those teams with not as great records are going to be playing harder football at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Which I think would be good for everybody. I think it would be good for the teams. I think it would be good for the fans. It would be good for the league. It's just with a 17-game regular season, I just – I don't know. I don't see it all coming together. I'm curious to see. Maybe I'm like two to see.
2: of the preseason games turn into regular season playing 18-game mm-hmm. schedule, two-by-week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time – I never played football, so, like, I'm not going to speak to how hard it is on the body. Mm-hmm. Maybe 18 games plus playoffs is too much.
1: I've been reading a lot of things from players and, like, other people in the organization that basically say that. Yeah. I kind of got irritated how one dude well, worded it. was, like, he's talking about how it's, like, like, on a money aspect, how, like, little money they're making for it. and it was just like, that's a lot of money to play football. Yeah, you're and that's, that's, game. that's what people need to need to kind of like well, calm down and just think you're playing a sport for a career. Well, yeah. the other thing with this too, because
0: it would be more games and more playoff games, it's more money. Yeah. So another part of the CBA is you, well, one salary cap and salaries would be expected to go up a little, but it's also going to add more roster spots to teams, mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. opportunities. Um, if there are injuries, I guess I guess it sort of helps protect I, to help give teams more depth yeah. in case of injuries. Being that it is a longer season, so they are trying to find ways around it. It's just I don't know. And now looking at this too, at first they were saying it got approved, but apparently it hasn't been unanimously no unanimously it approved. So it's probably going to get
1: switched around a little bit. I think that just the the physicality comes like the health of the players. Like football is still like the most dangerous sport you can play. And we have all the CTE shit well, going on. Well, we haven't
0: talked about highlight yet, but we can get into that. Okay. okay. That is statistically the deadliest okay. sport in the world. But all right. Like I said, we don't need to, you know. I would say too. hunting. Well, I guess not deadliest, It's one of the most dangerous, but yeah, not highlight. No. So I guess the
2: question is, does the XFL hurt or help the CBA in saying, oh, Fans want more football.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, well, we have more football. We have more football that people <clears throat> enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much people like the XFL, the NFL is going to do everything it can to generate more money and generate more revenue. So sure. unless the XFL is directly giving the NFL more revenue, I mean, I now if the XFL still succeeds and it's popular, great. Yeah. I'm all for that. Sure. But – I'm not sure that the NFL is still going to do whatever it wants with the CBA, no matter what. Mm -hmm.
2: That's true. So um, you boys were to talk XFL? Sure. A little bit. Do we know what the X stands
0: for yet? Um, Extreme? I think it stands for xylophone.
1: Mm. Oh, that was really funny. Maybe X-ray. Maybe Zedon. Zedon. Mm. Name words that begin with the letter X. X X-ray. All right, X Ray Z9. I was kidding. Xylophone. Xylophone. I was kidding.
0: Um, Xavier. It's Xavier. Xavier that's a name. But so we'll take it. so, Cardale Jones.
1: Cardell Jones, dude. Just to get this this train back on the rails. Uh, um, shout out to our boy Alex Xavier Musketeer. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be in the? uh You think that he has a chance? Because he looks pretty damn good. But Lord. it's the XFL.
2: He's playing well right now. Same argument that we have with Joe Burrow with the defense. This
1: is on a different level. This is the XFL. This is the XFL. So The WWE of football. Correct.
2: Um, yeah, he's had some pretty solid numbers. Let me pull up his numbers from the last game. <clears throat> or as they call it, the Game Center. The
1: Game Center. The Game Center. I'm into that. Not sponsored.
2: Passing, he went twenty three for uh t- uh twenty three. Okay, so the the he leads. He leads
0: the XFL in passing yards. Mm-hmm. He's tied for second oh. in passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, He's got a rating of ninety point four. Yep. Oof. So, or no, excuse me, that was in his last game. Yeah, no, he has a rating of one hundred two. One hundred two, which looks like it's good for third in the league. P.J. Walker, guy for Houston, having a good year. He leads the league in touchdown passes. He has seven. And then Jordan Ta'amu for St. Louis, your team, Brandon. Nope. Not your team, Brandon. 78.1% no,
1: like completion
0: Houston, percentage. Baby. Go Dragons. Go Roughnecks. Go Roughnecks. Well, there are no Wildcats, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, Wildcats. now Cardale, he looks really, really, uh, really good. But so do – that's the thing about the XFL – is uh everyone looks good, which kind is of. is we it's weird to see. I, I feel like the the um the competition isn't really there. I feel like yeah, they're they're it's still
0: very much I'm not
1: saying that NFL yet. players don't have fun when they play. It's just more competitive. It's a business well, yeah. it's much more competitive. The XFL it kind of seems he's just airing it out, taking risky throws like do yeah, it. that's the thing. He can spray put a little bit of more finesse free. in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can be a lot looser with hucking the ball on the field. Yeah. You don't got to worry about like it's a lot People living in the high beeping. school field. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's like arena football. Dude, I miss the arena football league.
2: I do too. Let's go back to that. That's the That'd be be on sports amateur hour sponsor. I mean, the, the arena
0: football league is still a thing, is it? Pretty, no, pretty sure. Dude, I'm pretty sure it closed. In. I think. Really? It's, I think it's done, bud. That's sad cuz one of the because probably the best arena football league franchise of all time is the Philadelphia Soul.
1: I th- Did you I mean the best Philadelphia team of all time? Real funny, Joe. Rocky's not real, bud. Yeah, so not here's yet. the here's the thing, boys. Yep.
0: Looks like it's still going.
1: Oh, I told you. Well, fuck me. Philadelphia
0: Soul, they're a good team still. Oh, good duck. All right. All righty. Well, it looks like when we get back, we're gonna be talking a little bit. Um we have some rants coming up, so I'm interested to see what we have there, boys. Strap in. Yeah, get ready. If you're uh, if you're wearing a seatbelt right now, strap in. It's not about steroids this time. Oh wait. Sorry. Is Jones gonna be a bust if he makes it to the NFL? Yes. Yeah. I don't think he pans out in the
1: NFL. Cardale. All right, Jones, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Do better. Or I don't know. We'll be back. <laughs>
0: So we are now back. Um, get ready; it's things are about to get a little steamy in here. Ah, not steamy. A little Heated. steamy. Not steamy. Just slightly steamy in here. Steamy implies like we have some rocks, we uh, lit them on fire, we hit them with some
1: water. It is now steamy. So, Joe, don't threaten anyone's life. Yes, I won't threaten anybody's life. I did Perfect. that one time. Perfect. You threatened a guy's life one time, and it was Tom Wilson. Don't incriminate yourself. And he drinks pee. Allegedly. 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 So um, I'm going to talk about 93.7 The Fan. <clears throat> um, okay. I don't know why I do it. It's it's the same thing kind of for me with um, with Twitter – where, like, if I see something that kind of irritates me, I mm-hmm. open the comments. You guys do that? You, like, open the comments. You're like, no, I no, probably no, shouldn't no, do yeah. this because it's probably going to
0: piss me off. Oh, yeah. The comments are just a but
1: yeah. So, of
0: opportunity. Oh,
1: open it up and I scroll through and I just get fucking pissed at people. I literally deleted my Facebook the other day because of that. Oh. I just completely. I should have deleted my
0: Facebook a long time ago. Oh, dude, ago. it's the most
1: freeing feeling any, at all. It it is like a just, it's the best. Uh, so, anyways. Should have done that years ago. Oh, yeah. But, um. Anyways, uh 93.7 the fan. Uh on my way to work, I I turn it on, That's um, on you, just to just to give it There's a little, your first little, mistake. little little gander. Um just see what's going on in the in the world of uh sports talk. Um should only be listening. First to and foremost, sure. the other day, Penguins, you know, they're doing great. Good plug for us on our show. <laughs> um <laughs> Great work, Brandon. I wanted to hear about the Penguins because the Penguins are playing right now, right? The Penguins they are, are playing, and they're playing well, and they are tied for first, Ugh, and it, it, it's hockey season. You have a great hockey team in your city, a dynasty your town. in your city. Don't call it a town. Debatable dynasty. It's a – They won. Let me rant. Course. Let me rant. So <laughs> right now, Penguins are playing really well, basically. Um, so I turn on turn on radio. Literally, just want to hear what people are saying about the penguins, get another person's per- perspective. So, Andrew Filipponi is on. Oh, and I'm thinking,
0: man, you're what's boy, he gonna
1: talk about? Because sometimes I will say, sometimes he does say things that I can kind of sort Don't of be a
0: fucking diplomat
1: see as having value.
2: Can I ask you this? Do you play video games with him online? No,
1: I heard a rumor that you did, I heard that you boys were best friends. No. But so I turned it on, and what what are they talking about? What are they talking about? The Pirates. No. Uh, worse. If you can imagine that, worse it, than the Pirates. It can't they be were right talking left. about whether or not Ben Roethlisberger was fat sure, or if he just wore baggy clothes. Now, I think that's Here's a good question. Thing. That, in my
0: opinion, is a great question. Good question. Fantastic question. Is he fat
1: or is he just wearing baggy clothes? John? Yeah. Okay, it's a good question, but you can You don't need to talk clothes, about it for over a half an hour. They <laughs> talked about it for a half hour. Yeah, back and forth about ba- Ben and his baggy clothes, and then they were calling Tomlin out for gaining weight, and that's literally what they talked about. So that kind of that started pissing me off, and I'm I'm already already getting myself all pissed off in the car. Mm. You know, the windows are fogging out. Yeah, it's getting all just, steamy in there. It's huh? getting all steamy in the car, yeah. dude. I'm heating up. So then the Zach. commercials that they play on 937 the fan if and anyone Peter Scheip, my boy Peter Scheip. Schipey, you you listen to 937 the fan. I'm going to call you out. I know you listen to it. Uh-oh. Um you know you're going to know this commercial. The 1877 cars for kids jingle. Oh yeah. Do you guys Ooh, know one that? 1877 no, cars, cars for kids. kids. I Every time that See, comes this on, the radio. and it, it literally like it came on so many times during like Christmas, Dude, I almost lost it.
2: According to the show, The Good Place, the 1877 Cars for Kids ad gets you into the bad place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, so first and foremost, not relatable at all. I don't have a car to donate. I would guarantee you the majority of the people listening to 937 The Fan. They don't have a fucking car to donate. The car that I would donate is the car that I drive every day to work. Your Kia Cadenza. Yeah. And so Shout after to listening Kios. to Phil, to Filippone go on his whole crazy rant about Ben Roethlisberger's weight and baggy clothes, that commercial came on. And then after that commercial came on, the stupid fucking petite commercial came on with that motherfucker talking about his goddamn cabinets. And it just... I, I just he it sounds like a, here I'm I turn it up and then I you. listen
0: to angry rap that guy sounds like a real piece of shit yeah he the is the cabinet guy
1: fuck the cabinet guy fuck <laughs> him and his cabinets I'm fuck him out. and his cabinets they're probably shit because he talks about there's a couple of, like really good feelings in life like buying a car or buying a house or fucking getting married having a kid like surviving cancer and then it's like but nothing beats the feeling of petite kitchen and bath <laughs> It's not that bad. He obviously doesn't say that, but that's...
0: Here's what I will say. That's what I hear. There was this commercial from back where I'm from, back in the Lehigh Valley. If anybody listens from the Lehigh Valley, you may know what I'm talking about. They don't have radio out there. They do, (laughs) sort of. I forget his name, but it was for a Kia dealership. And all I remember is his tagline at the end of these commercials on the radio would be, blah, blah, blah. I want to see you in a brown-dob Kia. And if you're not satisfied... I'll kiss your mother-in-law. And it's like <laughs> what what incentive does that give you? What incentive does that like if I'm not satisfied What if your mother-in-law is really
1: lonely and she always talks to you about how she, how lonely she is?
0: Well, that's incentive. Why if you're not satisfied with your car would you want a random used car salesman. Is he a good-looking guy? To kiss your mother-in-law. I don't know. What if you're not is married? Is he fat or does he wear baggy clothes? There's just too many questions. I think where I'm from has both of you beat.
2: Okay. We've Let's given the world Big Time Tommy and his campaign <laughs>
0: oh to make America old school again. You did give the world Big Time that's Tommy. That's fair. That beats Patice. See, Big Time Tommy. Do it right. Big Time Tommy. <laughs> big Time
1: Tommy. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got for my rant. All right. It's <laughs> just calling out local Pittsburgh commercials and how. Fucking annoying they are. You know what you need to do? That lady who sings that jingle for Cars for Kids. Uh stop singing. Kick, kick rocks. rocks. Kick rocks. Kick Pound rocks. Sanders. I'm not sandwich. I would not uh, no. Stop singing. Stop singing. <laughs> Just get rid of that. All you gotta say is, hey, are you a rich asshole who has a car laying around that you literally don't do anything with? Donate it to Cars <laughs> for Kids.
0: I think you, End of commercial. I but think also, you need to apply for a job for their marketing team. <laughs> Gosh, now fun. I definitely won't ever
2: get one. But here here's the, the big question. Of the are the cars for the kids so that way they can drive? No, I, I why think why are we giving cars? I think to they kids? donate
1: the cars and then the cars get sold and then they give kids like three percent of what the cars were sold for. I don't know. Sick. That's just my all right my thoughts. Cars for kids, folks. Next week, if you hear the jingle, they heard us. And why don't you give us money? I just want to ram my car into a telephone pole when it comes on. Yeah, no kids get in my car. I'm taking it to the grave. <laughs> there, it's a death threat on myself. That's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fair enough. Any thoughts? Uh, you need a hug, Bob. No, I'm good. <laughs> It'll be
0: okay. It'll be okay. Joey Joey uh, Powder Blue Penn's jersey. Winter Classic. Joey the Puma, that's who you are since you have all the nicknames. Joey the Puma. Joey, Joey the Puma, Puma, because pumas have like ten names: Puma, Cougar, Mountain Lion.
1: That's a really odd. Panther. That's a really odd take, but that, okay. That's it's, science, bro. I don't. That right. makes perfect sense, dude. Fuck pumas. Did you did you ever read zoo books? Like, fuck pumas. Just wish they were fucking tigers, dude. Oh, all right. Whoa. Whoa! We're not whoa, gonna we're not gonna go there. Whoa! We'll talk about we'll talk about big cats Enough next time. Enough of
0: the pu- yeah. We are going to discuss this next time in our sure.
1: zoology episode. No more,
0: no more puma slander.
1: Episode five that's for sure. Zoology, big cats. Zootopia. Now that's copyrighted.
0: Now uh, I sure. believe you also had some things you wanted to get off your chest as well, Brandon.
2: Yeah, dude, just fucking trade for a forward, Lou. <laughs> You know,
1: (laughs) so I assume you're dressing me up. I know how you can do it. I know you you get some headphones, you tape it to his head, and if he doesn't make that trade, you just keep looping. Petite kitchen and bath and 1877 cars for kids. Over and over again until he goes manic. That's not going to do anything. And then you take the team. And then you – it can't fail. (coughs) My dad's an engineer. He just constructed that plan. So, yeah – Here's the
2: thing. Like, in an ideal world, in the off season, the Islanders would trade for Robin Leonard, and, like, that aspect is covered, and Ilya Sorkin would come from Russia, and, all right, so now we got some pretty great goaltenders, and we're cruising, and fucking, I don't know, insert really great forward here comes in and we're all, like, taken care of and the team's firing on all cylinders. But at the end of the day, like, as an Islanders fan and other Islanders fans, if you're listening, we all just need to realize, like, this is a defensive team. But at the same time, like, we still need that, like, one guy that we know, no matter what, can, like, snipe it. And we just don't have that guy. In spurts, it's Brock Nelson, which is dope. And in theory, it was supposed to be Jordan Everly, which is dope. Showed a little um, bit of that tonight. Show, hey, huge hattie for Jordan Everly. Let's clap it up, boys, first in Islanders uni. But we, we snap. Are we snappers? We're gonna snap. There we go. sick. No, that made me still, still for you, and Jordan <sighs> Everly. But like, they just have been a super unlucky team this year. Like, Anders Lee's production's down. Um Matthew Barzell's production's down, plagued with injuries, the call-ups just aren't necessarily working out. Kiefer Bellows has shown some really great like flashes. So he's gonna be awesome in the league. But even if you're giving up some picks, get the rental. But at the same time, if, if for whatever reason an NHL player is listening to this, <laughs> fucking go visit Long Island. They they're getting a brand new stadium like I don't like why the fuck wouldn't you want to play there
0: with all the tradition everything like that like the fuck I guess if you want I can make a little bit of a plug for Long Island here best I forget the name of the place I wish I remembered but best chicken tenders I've ever had in my entire (laughs) fucking life Long Island un fucking believable. This place uses a little bit of honey in their breading and their breadcrumbs, so it's a little bit sweet. Sure. But they're fried to perfection. Sure. Perfect chicken tender. How do you feel about that, Brandon? Do you feel uh, affirmed?
2: I feel like Long Island has the best seafood, has the best best breakfast, Sammy. There's no Uh, such thing
1: as the best seafood. It's all trash. It's all a bunch of fucking bugs that live under the sea, and we eat them. Again, next episode, Zoology. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> wow. yourself. Uh, Seafood.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. But anyway... There's a lot to
0: unpack So, their... like,
2: the Islanders are one of the best teams in the NHL right now. Like, I don't think anyone can deny that. They just... Every team's going to go in their peaks and their valleys. It's just, for whatever reason, this is when they decide to go on their valley. Which means they're, they're going to reach a peak. And that's really great. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I think tonight, beating Detroit... At the Coliseum, which for people that don't understand the New York Islanders, they play both in the Barclay Center and and in Nassau Memorial Coliseum. So, like to get a win on home ice, actually on home home ice, where the four cups were won, well, three of the cups were won there, whatever. But it just it was a big deal to get this win. Uh John Tonelli's, Jersey was retired. It's in the rafters. Um, just do what you got to do, Lou. Like, Or come up with a statement as so, even like a reason why. Like, hey, this is what we saw on our team. This is the plan. Trust me. We can do this together. You just got to trust me. Second year in the reins, in, brought in Barry Trotz, brought in Andy Green. Be- like, you got to trust me. And I will. Um, so until then do you lose, but also make a fucking trade
0: you got some bets I do I do have some bets Um, so uh, in case you guys aren't aware in the first three episodes I have made 11 picks 11 we're aware you haven't let us forget my record in those 11 picks is 9 and 2 dipping down a little bit Victor no not really (laughs) Nine and two, um, from a gambler's <clears throat> perspective, that's uh, it's pretty good. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you actually make bets on your bets?
1: Ooh.
0: Now, I'm going to answer your question with, with a, a question?
1: question.
0: All right. Um, does the Pope wear a funny hat? Depends on if I'm Catholic or not.
1: So my answer is I think is, the better question is does a bear shit in the woods? I think the best question is does the pope shit in the woods? That is a good question. That's my one, one we will
0: follow up on next episode. Zoology More and the research. pope research. Yes. Pope shitting in the woods. Possibly. We just lost half of our bucks. So <laughs> here's the thing. Surprisingly, no. I don't. You don't think the pope shits in the woods? No, I don't. I got lost place money on my own bets. You don't why? because I'm doing this. This isn't for me. This is for the, this is no, no, no. This is for the viewers. Okay. As soon as I start to get selfish and try and sort of, you know, shit where I eat, you know what I mean? (laughs) That, that is when I think the picks go downhill. We need to keep this train rolling. We need to help the on sports amateur hour viewers who are responsibly taking advantage of these picks and if that means I'm not going to get any financial gain from it, so be it. That is okay. I'm fine with that because I'm a man of the people. You're and assigned. I have five more picks for you guys that are going to win you some motherfucking money this weekend. So not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. Guaranteed. Tomorrow night. He's not all these games on, are on Saturday. He doesn't put all, his all his money these games. Money on. Tomorrow, Saturday, the 22nd. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks travel to Atlanta to play the Atlanta Hawks. Tight. I love the Atlanta Hawks plus six in that game. They're at home. Trey Young is playing out of his fucking mind. He had 50 points last night. He had eight assists. He had 50 points last night. He had 50 points last night. Eight Um, assists. Welcomed Iggy back to the NBA by shaking him twice in the fourth quarter. Um, Now, granted, the Mavericks have Luka. They've made the most three pointers in the league. Very good team. I love Atlanta plus six in that game. Great spread, even if they don't win. Um, Then, in the world of college basketball, we have a couple picks coming out of the Atlantic 10. Uh, University of Rhode Island travels to North Carolina to play Davidson tomorrow. Uh, they are plus 2.5 in the point spread, and they're also plus 110 on their money line. I love both of those. URI very much looking like an at-large team right now for the NCAA tournament. Davidson, I don't care that they're at home this year. I don't like them. I don't like their team. I've watched them a lot. Not
1: That's a good team. That's you really feel. Not uh, a good team.
2: Can I ask you, Davidson, Duquesne, do
0: they share a conference? They do, and Duquesne whooped the shit out of them. Is that why you don't like Davidson? Part of the reason, yes. Fair. I'll yeah. keep going. So like I said, I've watched them a lot. They're just not a good team this year. They don't have the pop. Um, They had very high expectations going in the year. They haven't lived up to them at all. They don't have the honey in their breading. They they don't have the honey in the breading for their chicken tenders. Correct. Merch. So I love Rhode Island on the road tomorrow as well. Uh, both their point spread and their money line. Now, this is where I've had hiccups in the past, but I'm sticking with it because I truly believe in my heart. I believe in the players. Duquesne, plus 14 and a half tomorrow against top five Dayton at Dayton. One of the biggest arenas in the country, one of the best players in the country in OB Toppin, one of the best guards in the country in Jalen Crutcher. Um, there's going to be a lot of people at that game. There's going to be a lot of eyes on that game. I do not care. Duquesne is going to come. They're going to play tough. They have one of the best players in the conference of Marcus Weathers, who is an absolute animal. Um, They also have one of the best defensive teams in the conference. Um, Some very, very good defenders on that team and sincere carry. Michael Hughes is an absolute shot-blocking machine. Um, Very good team. I think they're going to go on the road tomorrow. They're going to show out. I don't know if they're going to win or not. I don't want to say they're going to win. I don't want to jinx them, but... I love plus 14 and a half. I definitely think they keep it close no matter what. They're gonna have a great outing. Book it Duquesne for tomorrow. And then my last pick, this is this is one right here that if you are gonna be taking advantage of these picks, this is where you sort of send the house. You know what I mean? This is where this is where you put all your chips Don't in. Don't bet your house on anything. So <clears throat> not guaranteed. Tomorrow you have mm-hmm. in the Bundesliga Borussia Dortmund. Traveling to Werder Bremen, okay. the over-under goals for that game is three and a half. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I don't know if a lot of you viewers out here watch international football. Probably not. I know my co-hosts here were not familiar with this gentleman when I brought him up earlier. But Borussia Dortmund has a gentleman on their team by the name of Erling Haaland. And the best way I can describe Erling Haaland for people who don't watch soccer is a human fucking creative player. He is literally just like, he touches, he finds any open space in the field and he gets the ball at his feet and the ball goes in the back of the fucking net. It doesn't make any sense. I haven't personally seen anything like it. Um, I know there's goal scoring machines and obviously like Messi and Ronaldo and those kinds of players. I know those ben, names. Obviously sort of the ones in the premier league. And then even in the Bundesliga, you have guys like Lubendowski and Royce and all those guys. Don't know those names. Erling Holland, Absolute freak show. Just an absolute freak show. So he's, so I'm looking it up right now. The last I saw in the seven games that he's played with Dortmund, he's had 11 goals, which is a freakish pace. Um, so I think I definitely think that game as a total goes over three and a half goals tomorrow. I know it's football. I know usually not a lot of goals are scored tomorrow. Bruce Dortmund, they're probably going to score four goals by themselves. So I like the over three and a half in that game. Mm-hmm. So if you want to win some fucking money tomorrow, you take this advice, you bring it, and we're gonna we're gonna have another good weekend. I think. I definitely think. Um, yeah, I mean, we're not guaranteeing it. But like, I mean, if you have a gambling call, you know the
2: number. one 800 gambling.
0: That's why. Always do it responsibly. Always do it in a smart way. But if you listen to On Sports
1: Amateur Hour, you're going to have no choice but to do it in a
0: smart way and make some money.
1: What did you say about responsibly taking advantage or dope? No, dude. He already crossed his bridge.
2: The moment he starts betting on the bets. We are doing it for selfish reasons.
0: Yes. Back this for isn't for fans. Ipso this is for fans. This is for the Ipso Ipso family. This is all exactly. right. This is for the fans. This is not for me. This is not for us. This is for the fans. And I can't stress that enough. All right.
2: Hell yeah, brother. NWHL recap next.
0: All right. Alrighty, friends, we're going to be closing up here with a quick little NWHL recap from Brandon, and then we're just going to get into some final thoughts. Brandon, what you got for us? Yeah, so I think as a group,
2: we fucked up pretty hard. We didn't realize a little bit that the NWHL um, season is almost done. They're they're going to be playing in the playoffs here pretty soon. Um, A lot of that has to come down to us not spending enough time on the website, pass like oh, there are games. Mm-hmm. These are the teams. Yeah, this is what we're gonna root for. Um, and so that's on us. And next season, oh, we're, we're gonna, coming out in full force I mean, full now force. that we know.
0: Oh yeah. Oh man, um, Riverders jersey will be on for the first episode of the podcast when the NWHL season starts next year. Let's go Whale! Book it. Um. So with that being
2: said, Saturday the fifteenth, the Boston Pride beat the Connecticut Whale four to one. The Metropolitan Rivers lost their first game of the weekend to the Buffalo Buttes, six five. Neat. Sunday high scoring game. They, they ran it back. Uh, Metropolitan Rivers won there you go four to three against the Buffalo Buttes there you go um, shit we that's will, how you bounce back baby we will be uh, covering the playoffs yeah we we, had, we we have no choice we have no choice um, we're excited to do so I don't believe my Connecticut Whale will be in the playoffs but
0: next year. Coming in hot. Coming in full force. Uh Victor, what you got on us. So just a couple little final thoughts here, just sort of uh going along with what I was saying before earlier. I want nothing more right now as a sports fan for than for Duquesne to win this basketball game tomorrow. Um when you there especially in college sports, there is sort of a lot of times after just a long period of sort of Um, Just incompetence and mediocrity There is just sort of that game That can change the entire direction of a program Mm -hmm. This is that game Um, They've had some disappointing losses this year Duquesne, this game on Wednesday This game this past Wednesday At home against George Washington um, One of the not so good teams in the conference Losing at home to them really hurts Uh, Losing at home to Bonnies a few weeks ago hurts as well Still in the middle of the pack, still setting themselves up for that double buy in the 8-10 tournament. But this game against a top five Dayton team, if you win on the road tomorrow, you put yourselves back on the radar. Um, You don't necessarily automatically get back into the conversation for an automatic bid. But if you win at Dayton and then take it one game at a time, churn it out the rest of the way and potentially win out, then you may be able to have that conversation again. So Duquesne Dukes, men's basketball program. I'm sending all of my good energy to the game tomorrow. I wish I could be there. Um, do you have good energy? I do. I'd like to think I have good energy, but we'll see. It's we'll a see vibe. how it goes tomorrow. It's, it's, a, it's a vibe. It's a
1: lifestyle. It's a lifestyle.
0: It's a, lifestyle. It's a choice. Um, but to wrap up my thoughts, these aren't your daddy's dukes.
1: So we'll see what happens tomorrow. King gang. Yeah. Um, my final thoughts. Again, I just want to thank each and every one of you who uh, have been listening to this. I've been. I, I appreciate everyone who has given us feedback, like actual honest feedback. Yes, Tavon, thank you. Yes, yes, Tavon, if you're listening to this, be a Penguins fan, not a Devils fan. The Devils suck. Actually, literally, be Islanders. Anyone, just not the Devils. The Devils, yeah, not, not the, Devils. the Devils. It's a bad. Just that's, nobody that's, wants to be a Devils fan. Nobody does. Um, Not a great way to start your, your NHL fandom. No. Um, But no, I want to thank everybody for, for the, uh, the feedback that we've been getting good and bad. Definitely. Um, This is something we all really, really enjoy doing. I know I kind of go on this tangent every time, but yeah, we all really enjoy doing it. We want to hear what you guys have to say. Um, Yeah. This is something that we're probably just going to kind of keep doing. Um, I mean, it's oh, just a
0: blast. Sorry, not to cut you off. Another quick plug I want to make before Brandon gets started too. Um, go to the Instagram on SportsAhPod link in the bio uh, for Brandon's most recent article post. Um, he's going to be getting into that a little bit, but I just wanted to make a plug because I read it myself, um, and I just wanted to give him the props of just continually churning out these fantastic posts and articles. Um, He'll say more about it, but I just wanted to give him the props and just encourage all of you uh, to definitely read those as well. Thank you. Um,
2: So we, uh, we record once a week. We give you about an hour of content, but there's so much sports going on. And admittedly, what I write most on, is hockey and the Islanders, but I love doing it. Um, give it a read. I uh, I hope that it make you laugh. hope that it's a little insightful. I hope you just find it interesting enough to go look up some other stuff. But um, this last post is one that I'm most proud of because it has to do with something so important in the American sports landscape. The Miracle on Ice game 40 years ago. Um, a group of college-aged amateur players – looked at the face of the greatest hockey team that the world had ever known in the Soviets. Still couldn't beat the Flyers. Still couldn't beat the Flyers. <laughs> and, uh, and said, okay, game on. Um, and with tenacity and and just pure grit, they came away winning. Um, in the famous words of Al Michaels, do you believe in miracles? I think we do. Yeah. I think we do sometimes. Give it a read. We love you. It's a very inspiring story. And at the end of the day, if you can't be a professional, be an amateur.